0: Welcome to SCGA, Off the Huzzle, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association.
1: Hey, and welcome into another episode of SCGA, Off the Huzzle. I'm Alan Knight, joined by Biff Blathart. Biff, how are you? I'm doing well. Hope everybody
2: out there is having a good day.
1: I think so, man. It's a beautiful day here in South Carolina. It is today. On this Monday? (laughs) This Monday. Yep. Uh... So, what's been happening since our last episode, STGA-wise?
2: Well, it is obviously May has reached the calendar. We are rocking and rolling right now. We've got people going everywhere. Um, I, I will say one of the highlights this past week was uh we opened the office back up. You know, we've been doing shift work for yeah. the last year and, and finally got uh, everybody pretty much vaccinated and ready to get back in here. So, we opened the doors on May the 3rd and uh, got everybody back in the, in, the, in the office, which is good to have everyone back. It's, you know – we made a lot of things happen. We did a good job over this past year, but um, you know, when you get people face-to-face and sharing ideas and things start happening, it's, yep. it's just a, it's a good feeling to get everyone back. So, so welcome
1: back to SCGA Staff. Firing on all cylinders again.
2: We are rolling. Uh, so, last time we spoke, uh, we, since then, we've had the US first U.S. Open local qualifier. We did it over at Columbia Country Club. Yeah. Um, had 77 players for five spots. Uh, Sam Fryer had the golf course immaculate. Good. Uh, playing as a, as Columbia does when it's in championship condition. Greens are rolling and firm yeah. and fast. So yeah. It was, it was really good. And the scores proved it. Uh, it took uh, out of five players of 77, it took a minus one score. To, to get one of those five spots and we had we had four guys tied at 71 that minus one and then mr uh kyle westmoreland a pro from mount pleasant he shot minus three 69 out there good for him on tough conditions so got one of those spots that'll get them to the sectional qualifier for the u.s open i, I don't know where they're going to go they have their yeah. options so,
1: uh, 36 so wherever holes. they want to pick and then what you get
2: yeah and we're fortunate this year because of the Palmetto Championship being played down at Congaree. Yeah. Um. They the USGA decided to do a sectional champion a qualifier in South Carolina this year.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
2: It's the first time we've ever done
1: one. So. So they it, go from there to the open.
2: Yeah, yeah. You get through the sectional, you are in the open. Man. It's tough. It's a tough road. I mean, it, it's. Oh yeah. We we had one year at Old Field. We did the local qualifier, and we had four guys from there go to sectionals. And once everything was said and done. All four of them got into the championship. That's that's unheard of. That is crazy. Yeah. So man, it's uh, it, they they make you work for it. Um, and we we had you know out of this one here, we we had like I said, Westmoreland was a was a pro from Mount Pleasant, but we also had long running Marion Dantzler. That name might, yeah. might might sound familiar to some uh, out of Orangeburg. Yeah, uh, he got one of the spots, and then University of South Carolina's Ryan Hall got a spot too. So um, we he, a little representation. Yep. Good for him. Yep. It was good. Um. Went straight from there. We actually went right back to Columbia Country Club and went to their third nine, what they call the Lakeside Nine. Yeah. Uh, so we had the Pee Wee Championship out there. And, um, man, it's just really cool to see those kids out there. And you've seen it in your, your career here with us, uh, you know, 10, uh, 8- to 12-year-old kids. And, oh, yeah. Um, The future, I mean, that, that's where they start. you got to get them started there and, and get them out there and, and being comfortable on the golf course. And I'll
1: yeah. bring it full circle for you right now. Please. So I went out there the day before that U S open qualifier. I think my son and I were going to the gym at Columbia and there was somebody sitting in the car and you know, I, I can't see real well. The windows attended the sun's weird. So I'm not going to stare and we're walking up and I hear Alan. Hey, and it was Mason Tucker who's, uh-huh. uh, who was still, I guess he's getting ready to go to Carolina. Right. But one of my vivid memories of Mason Tucker, it was when he lost in a playoff at the P Wee championship at Columbia country level 19. And I had to ride him in and, uh, I can't remember who he lost to, but you know I was rooting for him, and and it was just a tough ride in. I'll put it to you sure. that way. Those are always the hard ones. And then now he's trying for the U.S. Open. It's
2: you know again. You, 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 I, I've been around long enough now. I've seen him come from the pee wees and juniors into into mid ams, and and you know I've got some of them giving them to be seniors now. I mean, yeah. some of these seniors I see walking around or fifty five just blow my mind because that means I'm not far behind. No. But, um,
1: so yeah, it's it's cool. But well, they, just think when they get to playing and when they, they do that peewee when they're young and they get older and they're over there on eight T box playing that par three, they're gonna look over there at Lakeside and just remember, you know, Yep, that's
2: So where it starts. I mean yeah. again, we're fortunate we have a lot of opportunities in the state, uh, you know, with our junior program. Uh get get going young and get going young and stay with it and keep keep going. So yeah. it's it's fun to watch. It's really cool and, 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 and the and the scores proved it out there. I, I I'll go real quick with some of the winners, but in the girls division eight to nine Little Miss Willa Green took the championship. So, nice. so she was really excited, got her plaque. And yep. boys' eight to nine age group was Jack Samiraro, I believe is, okay. it's pronounced. And he shot 40 39 for a 79 score. Wow. Um, And then the boys' 10 to 12, Mr. Owen Atkinson.
1: yeah,
0: 35
2: 37. He's a good little
0: 72, player.
1: 72. Yeah. yeah. Good kid, too.
2: And then the girls, 10 to 12, Mr. Summer Carey, she shot 42, 39, 81. Yeah, So, yeah. And, you know, the way they do it is pretty cool. They send them all out there in a wave, and, and they do their first nine, and they come back, and they got Columbia Country Club does a great job with their grill and buffet and yeah. uh, eat, eat a little lunch, and they repair them, and they send them right back out. So it's a tournament feel.
3: The first
1: year we did the Wee at Columbia, when we moved it from Greenwood, I guess, my, your wife and I sat down, and I was like, let's make it special when it came to the food. So we did – Tater it was all peewee. We did mini corn dogs, tater tots. It was kind of like a themed buffet that was for kids only.
2: And, they, and they, that's exactly what they did this time. I oh mean, good. You, you would have heard the menu and you'd be like, my kid would love that. <laughs> right.
1: Gotta have chicken fingers on there. Sure. So. What else we got?
2: Oh man, uh well, as this is airing today, we we are all over the state. Uh we're gonna have the we got the sec, our second U.S. open local qualifiers taking place at Long Cove, um, which is always a treat to go to Long Cove down there in Hilton Head. And then uh it's a tough one yeah it's a hard one especially when that wind blows yeah um is that, that where we did the state am one year DJ one okay it. I wasn't there fact I, I wasn't either because that was the year Harrison was born okay. you know, the, the, my amateur baby uh the only only amateur I've missed since my career was when he was born
1: where did Mark Anderson win mark won
2: over at Berkeley Hall okay
1: okay uh, they're all kind of lumped together uh, for me in that right. area
2: they're they're, they're kind of close to each other so yeah. um but yeah they We'll see what happens. A I, I good, great field down there. You know, it's it's always hard again, just like it was at Columbia. It'll be tough at uh, tough at Long Cove. And, How
1: many spots you got? too?
2: Uh, no, I, I think we've got four spots okay. down there. So gotcha. It'll be it'll be good. Nice. And then also starting today, uh, our senior <laughs> championship. Yes. Yeah. Country Club of Lexington. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's always good to get over to Lexington.
1: Two days make a cut.
2: Two days cut and then the final round, uh we've cut down, I think, sixteen ties. Um Who's got us got a, got a, got a kind of a little smaller field, hundred and ten players this this year. Okay, um, you know, you get you get business guys are still working. I mean yeah. that, that's one thing. You know, back in the day, fifty five and older, it, you kind of <laughs> could play it whenever you wanted to, but understandably guys are still working, so right. it's it's not quite quite what it was.
1: We gotta get that supply chain going back to catch ups and the and I can't remember what Chick-fil-A just came out and said they're short on, but
3: uh
2: Yeah, there's some a lot of shortages going on out there. Yeah,
1: but uh something I want to share real quick. I saw it on Twitter yesterday and Jim Huntoon, a friend of ours, friend of mine. <clears throat>
2: I'll call him a friend too. Good.
1: I would think so. Uh he shared he has a, he has a collection. Like remember those old wooden racks they used to have before I got here? Yep. For the clubs, yep. he he went and bought one of those in an auction. I kind of made fun of him. I was like, Listen, dude, you don't want that. But he has a bunch of old clubs that he keeps and from Lost and Found and, and collecting and other things. But he had a one and two iron he put on Twitter. And uh, it reminded me of a story when we did Clubs for Kids. So Clubs for Kids is a program, still a program, just kind of different now. Now you get a whole set of clubs. It used to be one golf club. But so I was at Westcott. And we'd set up, and I'd take a bunch of clubs, and we'd have try and run forty kids, fifty kids through at a time. And I think it was Dana Gre- Perry Green. Perry Green. Perry Green was there and, and was helping. He was kind of in charge of it. And there was a, a special needs van that came with a bunch of kids. And this one, this one young man, kept asking me for a one iron. And you know, we didn't. We gave out seven irons, eight irons. You know, drivers, cut down stuff. And I finally, after the fourth, fifth time, I said, I don't have a one iron. And he goes. Even God can't hit a one iron. <laughs> he knew it. Yeah, he caught me off guard. Like, he was setting me up for that joke, man. Great. Yeah, he got me.
2: I tell you, some of the stuff that comes through our office, you know, it gets dropped off here, and people are so nice to, to, to bring us clubs. But, you know, it, sometimes it gets to a point of what clubs can we actually turn around and give back to kids. Yeah. And and, and those sawed off one irons from 1978 <laughs> are, are not very good for teaching children how to play golf. No.
1: No, in fact, I don't think I ever gave out a one iron in my day. So, <laughs> no. You no got to. You got us up to speed on SCGA. I think
2: we're where we are. So we're just going to keep on going. And next time we get back, we've we'll will done a lot of other things. <laughs> right.
1: So uh, today we got Donald Clement. Yeah, old DC boy. He's one of my favorites. He's he is one of those pros I consider last of a dying breed. They don't make him like DC anymore.
2: No, they don't. And and he's uh, he's been around a, a long time, and he's earned his place in in his industry and, yep. and what he does, and um. You know, I, I, I like to tell a lot of them, but I, I call him. I say, well, D.C., here's what I'm looking for. You can tell me no. It won't hurt my feelings. You've ter- told me no many other times. But most of the time, he, he makes it work, and uh, we he,
1: love him. Even if he does tell you no, he probably does it in a nice way to make
2: you feel okay. He wants to do it. He just, for whatever right. reason, can't. It doesn't right. fit the calendar or whatever. So, But he, he, he's one of the best. Can't, can't wait to hear what he's got to say.
0: The Palmetto Shop is proud to sponsor the Off the Huzzle podcast and the South Carolina Golf Association. We are your one-stop shop for all your screen print, embroidery, and promotional products needs. Our team will work with you from conception to completion. Low minimums to high volume, we can accommodate all your staff or team apparel, uniforms, and marketing needs. You can find us on Facebook as Palmetto Shop the web at thepalmetoshop.com or call us at
1: 803-252-5058. Donald Clement, thank you for joining us on the Off the Hazel podcast.
3: Thanks, Alan, Biff. Good to have you, sir. Always pleasure. a pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Thanks An- for having me.
1: Another living legend with us. <laughs> I mean, this is a living legend. This go- this is near and dear to my heart. We'll get into that a little bit later. This is going to be Biff's episode, really. So, <laughs> uh-huh. so let's give him a little history on you. Right now, you're at the Reserve Club, correct? That's correct. Director of golf. Yes, sir. Club manager, I see on the name tag there. Yes, sir. You added that title since I've last talked to you.
3: Uh, I have. The McConnell Golf has uh, put that in my portfolio for me. <laughs> gotcha.
1: <laughs> McConnell Golf. I've, I've had the pleasure of visiting raleigh country
3: club providence a handful of those properties and they're all nice so yeah it's a great place mcconnell golf is taking us to the next level uh at the reserve um I, I can't say enough um how long you been there i'm going on 21 years now man yeah it's been fun it's been a great journey and hopefully they'll <clears throat> excuse me though they'll, they'll keep me a, a few more <laughs> I, uh,
2: let me ask you this real quick before we get into the nitty-gritty you've sure. been there 21 years to T- tell everybody about your first experience there uh uh with the golf course and and mother nature and and uh i think you are having a golf tournament there and
3: yeah i think biff lathrop was um <laughs> was running a south carolina state amateur there and uh seems like every time biff shows up in town uh, rains yeah and, uh, I'm, I'm just saying i've it started raining and when it rains it usually rains hard when biff's in town <laughs> yeah. it didn't just drizzle it's we don't uh, mess it's a good three or four incher that we have to close a hole or something but,
2: but didn't didn't like one of your first days there to golf course catch fire
3: oh gosh yeah i forgot about that um we were hosting a south carolina open um i actually had not even taken the job no i'm sorry i had taken the job but i haven't started i was still coaching the team at coastal carolina university and i told him i'd start as soon as my team you know went their distance and we made it to regionals that year and um so i'm playing in south carolina open and um make the turn i start on the back side make the turn i get on the fourth tee and they're they're in the process of building the clubhouse we weren't even in the clubhouse at the time and i turn around from the fourth tee and there's a plume of smoke and i see chris Mazinski, our tournament director riding up and i went oh boy clubhouse is on fire i'm not even going to get to to uh open this place or or get to start this place in a clubhouse i'll be in a trailer but uh lo and behold someone had um was smoking and threw it down in a in a straw straw patch and we had a major fire between holes 18 and one i'd never been a part of a fire delay in a golf tournament but uh they say there's a first for everything and Back in two thousand, we had a monster fire at the reserve between nine and uh, or between one and eighteen. Were, so. were you
2: the first professional there?
3: No, I wasn't. I I started about a year after they opened the club. Okay, but Ronald Crow's been there the entire time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Ronald's actually the reason I uh, ended up there. He called me. Ronald and I were roommates and college teammates at Coastal Carolina University, and um, he was working at the Dunes Club. He went the superintendent's route and I went the club pro route and uh lo and behold um I'm coaching and he calls me and um he had taken the job at the reserve club as a head superintendent and um he said call me one day and said you ready to get back in the golf business and I I told him I was in the golf business that I was just coaching and he said no not not that I'm talking about the club business and I I gave him a little explicit, uh, <laughs> and told him no. I did not want to get back in the club business. And uh, twenty-one years later, here we are. Man, that's cool. Yeah, it's been a I, good ride.
1: I just learned. I didn't know you played at Coastal Carolina. I did, yes. Sir. And coached. I mean, I had no idea. He's yeah. a Hall of Famer. He's oh, ninety-six yeah. Hall of Fame. Oh, really?
2: Ninety-six went into the Hall
3: of Fame, I believe.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else we might know from that team that you played on?
3: Yeah, John Fadley, who's uh oh, um, really? he's a head professional now at Longview. He was at Forsyth Country Club for about twenty years. Um, he's also a country club. Great. Greg, Greg Funterberg from Man. Orangeburg, South Carolina. Um, Terry Johnson, who's running one of our yeah. the, the leg of the big tour now. Yeah. I think. Um, Man. So yeah, we had a heck of a team. We. That is a heck I'll, of a I'll team. I'll just go ahead and brag a little bit. We finished third NAIA National Championship our junior year, and we were um, moving into the NCAA the next year. So we didn't even get to compete at the national level oh, wow. our senior year, but it was it was a fun fun couple years to say the least. Did
2: you have a home course?
3: Well, I mean Quell Creek, which is now the Hackler, yep. was kind of our home deal, but. Um, yeah, no we didn't we didn't own a golf course, uh but you could play just we about We could wherever. play a lot of places. That's pretty um cool. you know, March and April was tough cuz the golf business was so busy down here back in the late 80s. Um that was kind of the boom of golf yep. actually in Myrtle Beach. Uh it was the late 80s and uh and early 90s and 90s, but um yeah, we we played um all over, you know. We're sit here at the Heritage Club and 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 that was like seven moons away um from coastal carolina now it's just a you know it's a you know when when larry young god bless him uh yep. built this place they told him he was crazy that nobody was going to drive to the heritage down in paulie's island to really play golf and and you see their parking lot today so uh, well
1: 261 uh, rounds
2: there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah oh yeah that doesn't surprise me at all
2: but you, you know you've been around i know you grew up in lexington right mm-hmm. across the lake from where i grew up and, yes, and that sir. kind of brings a little bit of that back for me and donald but uh you've seen this area explode i mean over the, especially over the last five ten years of construction and everything
3: else yeah it's um uh we all have our opinions of understood, it um, and and it's good it's uh it's great for the area polly's island i moved i bought my house my starter home with debbie and i 28 years ago and uh, we just had some trees cut down yesterday because it's uh they're getting so big and around the house and probably a little dangerous but yeah it's been we moved to polly's island there was one stoplight uh, today there's nine between yep. Litchfield and Pauly's Island, and uh, it's a hustling, bustling little town. I think don't. I hit every one of them on the way here this morning. I <laughs> I know, I'm sure. You
2: know, Donald's the one that taught me that there's no apostrophe in Pauly's. <laughs> I, 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 he told me that one time, and I've never. And every time I write it or type it, I think about you, D.C., sure. every single time. <laughs> That's cool. I consider
1: I consider D.C. one of the – they don't make them like them anymore. No, right? You and Clem King and Terry Florence, Steve Bear. I mean, I could keep
3: going Hart Brown. That's just such a uh, generation of pros, man. Well, I'm gonna take that as a true compliment because to even be spoken in, in, in the same breath with those names is uh, I'm gonna I, I appreciate that. It's, well, thank you. Uh, you, I mean, you've you've
1: been around playing. I guess you say you've been here 21 years. Is that right?
3: I've been at uh, the Reserve Club 21 right. years, and I moved here and. 1983, I guess I graduated Lexington High School, went to Spartan Methodist College for a couple years, and uh, transferred to Coastal, and I've I've been at the beach ever since. So we'll say 83 was my christening of the beach, and I started on the North End, and uh, actually started in Conway, uh, out close to the college, and didn't even have dorms back then. We lived in private Apartments and uh, now look at this place. Oh, it's, man. Uh, it's quite the university, and, and so proud of it too. It's uh, I still serve on a couple of committees out there, and it's, it's it's pretty cool. Well, they've made
2: a name for themselves, especially oh. after what they did with this last football season.
3: I bet that was nuts down here right. when that was all going on. It was awesome. I, I didn't get to participate as much as I would have liked. Obviously, not nobody got to as much as they would have liked. Right. Um, but uh, hopefully, we'll get another one going this year, and. Um, it's, uh, you know, like I said, I started on the north end and I ended up on the south end. So I've seen both ends, and and I'm still south end partial and uh, and still enjoying it. I love it down here.
2: So I, I got I wrote some notes down. It looks like you assistant at the dunes up mm-hmm. on the north end. Yes, sir. Uh, then went kind of to Pauly's plantation. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then back up to Blackmore, which I still consider a new course. It was it was <laughs> he was there in '90. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I waited tables and bartended at the Dunes Club um, when I was in school, and uh actually had some members that were generous enough to, they were going to put my money up for me that I thought I was going to play the tour the rest of my life, and those, those uh, aspirations didn't happen, <laughs> but anyway, it's been, I don't know that I could have made it to travel and I sure would have liked to have tried it once or twice. It's tough I, out there. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. I, you got to be good and lucky. Yes, that's sir. What we're you finding do. out. Yeah. Um.
1: Let's go back to young Donald Clement in Lexington for a moment, because <laughs> we saw Biff has a picture of you, and we were looking at it a minute ago. 1979 Georgia South Carolina team matches he made. So yeah. that means you were top eight in the 1979 state junior championship.
3: So yeah. yeah um, my family my dad worked for southern bell and he was transferred to greenville south carolina where we start. my twin brother and i ronald um you started have, playing golf there's a, a twin named ronald you didn't know <laughs> no that's awesome yeah. yeah and um he looks much better than donald <laughs> yeah he did he he did for sure um but anyway he he and i started playing golf in greenville and dad was transferred back to lexington and uh and you know we were out at country club of lexington and that's where it, pretty much uh, kind of blossomed from there my dad kind of we were we were doing some competitive water skiing as young guys and dad came to ronald and i and said uh you know i'll get get you any kind of car you want within reason if uh, if you get a scholarship to college and and he told us the last time he had checked they weren't giving out water ski scholarships <laughs> so uh yeah uh, i kind of latched on to the golf and and ran with it and uh was fortunate enough to to blossom under John Gehring, a a great and then Norman Flynn another great and um got lucky and you know the the state junior championship back then was at my home golf course country club election and every year and I think I was 15 and I made the team I think I was 16 and broke my hand playing basketball which wasn't supposed to be happening and uh And then got lucky and ended up winning the state junior championship when I was 17. Oh, did so, you? I did. I did not know yeah. that. <laughs>
2: Congratulations.
1: He's a player. Yeah, no, there's boy. no doubt. I knew D.C. was a
3: player. <laughs> what, what
2: year was that again? Seven, uh,
3: 81? Okay. That was probably 80?
2: Because right behind Reimer won 80, 83, No, it might have been 81
3: because yeah. um, I wasn't highly recruited as a college player until I won that championship. And, and we won't use any names, but um, <laughs> all of a sudden I had a, a Columbia, you know, South Carolina <laughs> coach come to me and offered books and tuition. And, you know, I was young and dumb and thought I was the best player in the world and I was going to go somewhere else and play golf. And,. I wasn't going to live at home right but, uh, I think you did all right yeah it's just been awesome my coastal Carolina was uh, an <clears> incredible <throat> experience for me and if somebody said would you do it again I said tomorrow i yeah. time me up I'd do it again so.
1: you got any memories so, of those junior championships anything oh, stick out in your mind absolutely <laughs>
3: just um just the the guys the, the picture that that Biff showed us of uh Dillard Pruitt and yep. Bobby Bone and John Pasden and and you know Hathaway and all those guys just we were all we were buds I mean that was that's what we did we traveled around and played junior golf and uh and you know it was sad to kind of almost disband I don't want to call it disbanding but um we all went our ways and you know a lot of us played some college golf obviously Dillard played the tour and and um just just great times
2: you know it's we, we don't have a museum as such at the scga office but every one of those pictures i think there's only two prior to that when i showed you um every one of those pictures are hung on our wall up until this past year and you can go through and see some of the names like some of the names you mentioned that are still part of the golf industry and some of the names that are on that those pictures and those walls is just incredible i mean it's it just goes yeah. down
3: the line and well, and, and, and your dad is in, in the picture that you showed me. And, and Hap, was, uh, he was the leader, and, and you guys have, are following in his footsteps um, as the greats of, of South Carolina junior golf. I mean, if it hadn't been for you guys, um, there's a lot of us that wouldn't be in the position we're in today, no. and I probably would not be. No. Um, I can assure you because... Winning that state junior championship or being on the little Georgia-South Carolina team matches that Mr. Roundtree and Hap, uh, Mr. Lathrop, uh, put together. Shoot, I mean, hell, we might be in jail right now. uh, (laughs) Some of us probably would be. um, The best part
1: about that that wall was you could – see the aging not the aging hat but the transformation of uh fashion like oh yeah. good
2: looking <laughs> pants that, that, that first picture he's got a collar on it goes oh, out boy, to his shoulders i think a good gust a, of wind would have drove yeah, him out so it would have picked, picked up. me up and <laughs> taken me away
3: that's for sure but uh no south carolina golf association um you know it it, it happened mr roundtree and and you guys just um y'all were y'all were part of molding a a crowd that's about you know back when I was there, and then then you then you had the ones before me Dupree's and yep. Preziosos and all those guys that uh, you know it's it's been South Carolina Golf Association been very very good to me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, you've been good to uh, it, back since. Yeah, there's no doubt it goes better ways.
1: Around. I appreciate you. You are always kind enough to host the Canadian team for the Can-Am matches. They come down a week early and play. You know, and you're one of the
3: the treats. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Well, that's awful nice of y'all to say. We we wish we could participate more so in that Can-Am uh, weekend. Um, it's just, you know, and Watchesaw has gone above and beyond and and serving as the, the, the point and the home for those matches. And uh, we, we just got them over and let them practice and play some some golf the week earlier than, than when the matches start. But, no, that's uh, – uh, I'm not going to – that's that's South Carolina Golf Association and Watch Man. I, I appreciate y'all asking us to be a part. Again, wish we could be more of a part, sure. but um, um, it's all good. It's, it's for the growing of the game, and then you know I, I need ten or fifteen more years of of this. Um, so bring it on. We need to grow it. That's a man right there. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: we're we're we're, into, we're working on it, but I you know I do I'll tell you that there's there's I've been I've, I've done this now for twenty five years. Amazingly, um, and. There's a lot of places we go, a lot of places we come back to, and, and I, I've got probably a top five, top ten, and and, and you and your crowd and your facility has is, is always been open arms to us, and it's one of the one of those top clubs that we come back to. It's probably why I keep asking you, and like I tell you, you can tell me no whenever you need to, <laughs> but uh, you, you've been you've been superior and, and really good to us. In fact, the the first the first tournament I ever ran as tournament coordinator for the golf association is right after Phil Pentagrass left, uh, was our senior championship. Yep and uh is the first time we'd moved it from the legends sure uh and i, I believe we moved it into the spring it was a spring we've been doing it in august for years and we moved it into the to the spring and uh that was the first one you and i did together and, and wouldn't you know we had some weather issues i think I was we was gonna a, say did it rain bill well, we, we definitely had to bump <laughs> the tea times up for the last <laughs> round so but but we'll get to another even better senior championship from that one yeah
3: it's been good i mean you know like i said um south carolina golf association been very good to Donald. been very good to the facilities that i've been a part of over the years starting with the dunes club polly's plantation blackmore um then went out and coached and now at the reserve Um, so we want to be part of the south carolina golf association and we're going to continue to be a part of it um if i have anything to say about it and uh hopefully like i said they're gonna give me a few more years and so we're gonna welcome you with open arms i I, you know you guys were nice enough to to award the reserve golf club with um golf course of the year a couple years back Uh, it's probably been five or six years now time just gets away from me but uh, that 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 meant a lot to me that meant a lot to the club um um for us to be chosen out of oh God I, you, you know more yeah, yeah. I was going to say 300 golf courses in South Carolina that uh, that's something that's one of those ones like uh, um, you know winning golf course a year that's special to me and I, I took a lot of pride in that
2: well we appreciate it. I, I tell you and I, I think you and I we just had our Palmetto Cup matches at <laughs> Donald's place a couple weeks ago but yep. you know we give these appreciation plaques out when we get done and and there's a lot of times you walk into a place and these things, things are piled up in the back but, donald has taken the time not just hours to cpga to carolina's golf association whoever has had an event that's given he's found a place on that that wall inside that golf shop and it's it's cool it's neat to see you take pride in 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 those types of things
3: well i do and that's that's why they're hanging i'm you know i've i've got a lot of plaques of of donald that sit behind a desk (laughs) or whatever but uh i'm the
1: I'm the guy who walks around reading those I <laughs> well, thank
3: you and I do too i I'm, and that's part of the reason I put them up I mean that's uh memories that's uh that's part of what the club has been and been a part of and uh that means a lot to me I mean it uh, I know um, you guys you know like to host your championships at finer golf clubs and then I hope uh, we're con- considered one of those and I think we are um Um, I don't think there's a bad golf course in South Carolina, but um, (laughs) it's... uh, Speaking of golf courses,
2: something unique to the reserve. Tell me about your turkey population that's out there. Oh, god! Boy, I took some pictures from the other day and showed some buddies, and they're salivating. (laughs)
3: Yeah, my dad um, was a turkey hunter at one time, and he came and visited, and, uh, and, and he was just absolutely blown away because, I mean, we have turkeys in the spring and fall and winter that... We butt up to Brook Green Gardens, and I guess they've learned that that's a um, a no kill zone or something. <laughs> and uh, God knows, I, I'm turkeys just run abundant. It's so cool to see, and for the folks that have not seen them in in person in live you know 10 feet away from you it's it's kind of cool
2: that that, that's the amazing thing to me is you can't get close to those hens those hens stay away from you but them toms will be sitting there. there's two of them particularly the other day on 18 i mean these these are 25 30 pound turkeys and they they are are. they are full strut and it is
1: incredible to watch i'd be afraid i'd get attacked you wouldn't get close
2: (laughs) i I would tell you the turkeys on 18 and you'd go backwards on yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the truth it's
3: uh it's pretty cool and the deer just that's that's part of the experience. I yeah. think is uh, the wildlife that we have at the reserve, and uh, it's
2: been been cool. Oh, and you, you got homes around the golf course, but you don't. They're they're not they're not on top of you, and there's not every hole. There's a home. I mean, you right. can get out there and you're by yourself in some places, which is yeah. kind of what like more so with Musgrove Mill. There are sure. no homes, but sure. I know that's part of McConnell family too, and that's yes, one of the sir. special
3: things about it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, again, we do have homes on probably at least a third of the holes yep. um but they are set back and they're not um a lot of places we don't even have out of bounds where they're at right. so they're that far off to the, the beaten part of the golf course did but, you put yeah. up out of bounds on those <laughs> i i I'll
2: probably put a few up not like not like i did at columbia country club at one <laughs> right. time but right. yeah
1: that's uh speaking something's always been special to me was the dinner we got to share prior to that state am was 2004 it was 2014 yeah with rick, rick and ellen miller kind of mm-hmm. arranged it and yes, we did it in your clubhouse i remember you serving us drinks from behind the bar before during the little
3: cocktail hour well yeah i mean i, I just
1: donald uh, does a
2: little of everything that's I know, why he's so daggum good
3: <laughs> you, you know when you need some help you don't have the biggest staff on the beach or, or wherever you got to step in and do what you got to do but uh, yeah i mean i, I bartended in college uh, at the dunes club and uh, I'm not afraid to do it today. He but.
2: was helping out at the Palmetto Cup the other day and it was we were our final round was on Monday and obviously the kitchen wasn't open. But if you needed something, go find Donald, he'll hook you up. Well most guys he might get a beer or something. This one guy asked for a bloody Mary and boy Donald went back there and flipped it and whipped <laughs> and, dipped and dipped and dipped. Next thing you know, my man's walking out with a good looking bloody Mary. see?
1: <laughs> but so we don't that was very rare that we got to shut down the night before have a nice group dinner like that. And uh the chef I mean it was just very special and Rick Miller has just passed away.
3: Obviously, yeah, I was going to comment on Rick. He's uh, he was a member at the club for for a number of years. He and Miss Ellen, and they were special people. There and, and Miss Ellen still is, and, and Rick will be missed forever with South Carolina Golf Association and in his uh, roles that he played, not only as rules officials, um, I'm, I think he served on the board. He's and Biff treasure. can help yep. me more here, yep. but um, just a giving individual family that uh gave back to the game of golf uh every day just about anyway. for a
2: man that didn't play much i think only saw him play a handful of times <laughs> if that but he he certainly loved the game yeah. he like he, he was on our he's a treasurer for our boards
3: scga board he's also on our foundation board yeah. um long time rules official he, yeah. he truly loved the game he, he was, did and he'll be missed he was uh he was awesome like i said um a member at the club for a number of years before he and miss Allen went to uh watch saw and uh um, just a, a great family. And, and like I said, he, he did the, the dinner that night. And um, I mean, that's the kind of person he was giving, yep. giving back to the game, giving back to the SCGA. He, um, I think he served on some USGAs. Mm, uh, as well but his his heart was near and dear to USG or to the South Carolina Golf Association for sure was, Ellen Ellen
1: got enough golf in for both of them yeah, yeah she might
3: have I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll second that Alan
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> you know Alan you brought up that amateur that that was the last probably good day of that amateur that night was dinner because we, we fought weather the rest of the week and yeah. I think on saturday that amateur we played number 16 as a par three because yep. it was so wet and we got that done and then we woke up i'll never forget i woke up at 5 30 in the morning on sunday of the final match final round and there were two thousand three hundred and something lightning strikes off the coast yep. at 5 30 in the morning i said this does not bode well
3: <laughs> i'll never forget you we had a lightning detection system at the time <laughs> and and you told me to turn that thing off <laughs> that we had our own system That we were going to monitor it that way. We weren't, uh, we'd never get golf in if we used that thing we were using because it was way too sensitive. So. I've got a great Biff story. So okay. Somehow I co-works go, you know,
1: talk Biff into going bringing him, his wife and his kids to Darlington raceway for the Southern 500. Oh, boy. <laughs> and one of my favorite things at Darlington is it's a day into the night race and watching the sunset. And, uh, biff shows up and no lie there's three lightning delays we have to clear the stands sure. everybody's going to stand and i was like biff we've never had any of this before you've come to a nascar race. <laughs> I,
2: I don't know how things i took a group to, to vegas one time i swear to you ask mike gravely we landed on the on the runway and it rained in las vegas when we had a little <laughs> quarter of an inch rain it, it, it doesn't rain in vegas doesn't, doesn't it rain really in, in vegas think it did, yeah. the, I, and I, we won't go on and on but the, the senior championship we did i think it was in 2012 this was a, was a three-day event tuesday wednesday thursday I won't go into all the details, but it rained so badly that we had to finish the first round on the third day. And so many people dropped out, we had enough people left that we could do a shotgun for the second final round, which was the second round. There's only we going not get two in, and we ended up doing a shotgun. This is a dang, that,
1: I've never heard that.
3: Oh, it was crazy. Oh yeah, huh. I remember that one well. I'm telling you, if it starts raining hard, I pick up the phone and go, Biff, where are you? And I'm usually around. <laughs> more times than not he's been at the beach Man. but uh no it's been it's been good all good it's what we do yep. yep uh if you if you weren't a golf professional what would you think you would have done um well my wife says that i would have been in politics oh, really um i don't know that i would have been a very good politician uh, uh i don't know i, I, I mean you. you know golf's all i've known i I thought, like I said earlier, I thought I was going to play golf the rest of my life. I wasn't going to be um, involved in a club uh, by any means. Um, I always wanted to fly airplanes, so I thought I might be a pilot, and I left the, um, the air show at Myrtle Beach uh, one year. I'd just gotten out of college, I think, out of Coastal, and you know that that intrigued me so much. I said, I'm going to go fly airplanes, and that was the cheapest way I knew – to learn how to fly, I was joining the Air Force, and I was on the way there. And I said, "You know what? I probably, I probably need to rethink this one." And uh, and I did. And I turned around, and uh, no, it's been it's been golf. I, like I said I played it in college and as a junior, and uh, excelled at some points. And uh, um, the the tour life, I'll never forget Leonard Thompson at the Dunes Club asking me one day. Um, when i was going to go to tour school and he said that i'd never make it and i i questioned him and i went and talked to ronnie Cawthon the next day and long story short i didn't go do it but uh maybe leonard knew me better than i thought i knew myself i don't know <laughs> That's leonard. i don't i don't know leonard thompson do you know leonard
2: leonard played in a uh yeah i think everybody knows a little bit about leonard <laughs> thompson but he played in a senior open i'll never forget and at florence country club and shot the easiest little 63 you've ever seen in your life because i think he shot like 26 or 27 on the front side it was, wow. it was the craziest thing i've ever yeah. seen
3: yeah leonard played the tour for many many years and and uh he was a member of the dunes club at the time and um anyway it's <laughs> uh that's all behind behind us and i just like i say i, I don't know what else i would have done besides golf it's been near and dear to me my family my dad uh and and then Mr. Roundtree and Mr. Lathrop. Uh, it's been awesome. It's been a great road. It's been a great journey. Well,
2: it's you know it's people like you. It's, it's it's people that are in the industry and it's part of them. It's not a job. It's it's what we do. And yeah. and, and you know there's there's not a whole lot of those left. But there, there's there's some good ones coming up. And there's. Uh, you know we keep keep growing the game and doing what we're doing even, even from playing golf but the people to work in golf i hope is what we want to see
3: in the yeah, future and that's what uh we need to continue to do is, is, is the arm that y'all um serve is south carolina golf association and then um we as pga professionals at the club level um you know covid you know, covid hadn't been good for much but it was good for golf no doubt. and uh um hopefully it's going to continue hopefully we got to get these millennials, um, you know, I know it's, golf's not easy and they need that instant gratification and things like that, but I think between South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation and, and your association and, and and the club levels, we just got to continue to try to get the juniors out there and grow this game. Um, I, I just can't fathom that golf wouldn't be bigger and better than it's ever been, um, but... Uh, Uh, We'll see.
2: Well, we're fortunate in South Carolina that the organizations involved—the the the, the Carolinas PGA, the South Carolina Golf Association, Carolinas, the superintendents—all those organizations that are statewide—that they, it's about golf. We all have programs. We want to push our programs, but we push each other's, and I think that's what's what's the neat thing about it. Yes, absolutely. While we're successful,
3: uh, it's uh, it's awesome. Y'all have done an incredible job. Um, I think you know most of the clubs have bought in and 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 want to see it grow uh, m- mine is near and dear to me because it's future of my job right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um as as it is for many and uh but no just i mean you play golf to your i got members that are in their 80s and play three and four times a week and that's the beauty of golf and and covid's been been brought that out as well that um we can play and, and be safe and you can enjoy the outdoors and and um it's a lot to be said for that it's a good game it's yes good sir game. i think we all every show give everybody if
1: they know him an opportunity for a hap story well i'm sure i mean, oh there's, there's got to be a bunch out there give us a good one dc
3: well i've got so many but one that just jumps out at me it was probably it might have been that amateur in 2014 that i think y'all might have been staying at a friend's house um I think Happy was um, grilling steaks or doing something uh, shrimp. With, the, with the grill and uh, tried to burn down a house. I'm not sure. It was Prezioso's <laughs> house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything. It name, was. But, he
2: uh, was boiling shrimp, and we, we talked about that before. And he said, you know, he's waiting for that water to start boiling <laughs> and see the steam, and all of a sudden he saw the steam. He's like, man, it's really boiling good. And he dones down there, and it's, the house is on fire. So
3: You know, and, and that one and, and the – Hap and, and I've played, I've had the, the the good fortune of being able to play in a couple of the Palmetto Cups and and being a, a reunion that y'all did for the state junior champions um, oh, one yeah, year. Like I help. know I missed the, the one I really wanted to be at, but um, um, some of the stories, he's just... He's you know, a legend. He's a legend, that's exactly right. He's a Hall of Famer and um I, I could sit here and talk about your dad i call him happy yep um because he's a happy man he just he's awesome and uh you didn't uh, work for him well I, I get it. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> he's great he's great he's uh he's he's like i said a legend he's grown the south carolina golf association to where it is today and then i'm um, just glad to see you uh, step up in in his retirement and take over and i hope you will continue doing that for another 20-25 years uh, biffer <laughs> i appreciate it we got it for
2: surrounding ourselves with a good team so well, we got a good chance that's so. what it's all about yeah yeah
3: yep. anything we left out you'd like to say um alan just thank y'all for allowing me to be a part of the south carolina golf association and um you know keep up the great work i uh i hope um we can can host some more events and and plan on it. I,
2: By the way, what do you all have going on in uh, 2022? I've got, uh, got some events Yeah, I'm
3: sure you do, and that's what we want to hear. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll be talking for sure. Sounds oh, good. Uh, yes, Donald, sir. thank
2: you for everything you do for us. Thank you for being a great friend and a great ambassador for golf, especially here in, in the
3: Myrtle Beach, Pauly's Island area. Thanks, Biff. Thanks, Alan. Thank thanks you, for BC. having me. Yes, sir. Thanks, sir.
0: The Palmetto Shop is your one-stop shop for all of your logoed apparel, promotional, and marketing needs, offering full-service embroidery and screen printing for business, athletic teams, and personal needs, along with a variety of gift options with our trademarked Palmetto Tree and Moon. You can find us on Facebook as Palmetto Shop, the web at thepalmettoshop.com, or call us at 803-252-5058.